Right, good morning and welcome to the stock market update. It is Thursday, April 28th. It's good to be back and there's a lot to talk about because yesterday stocks were flat after really volatile trading sessions, but overall they have the worst start to the year since 1942. So we'll take a look at this. Earnings are a mixed bag. So we had Microsoft reporting earnings, Visa, Google, Boeing, Facebook, Teladoc. We will take a look at this. And today we have some major economic reports. Basically, the advanced estimate for the GDP, and that's super important. We'll tell you why. Uh, we'll tell you why. Plus, I mean, with these markets, we might get assigned in five positions trading the wheel. So we'll show you how our trades are doing. But before we dive in and show you what's moving the markets, if this is your first time here, hi, I'm Marcus Heidkutter. That super smart guy over there is my head coach, Mark Hodge. And Together, we have more than 47 years of trading experience. And every morning, we sift through a mountain of news websites, newsletters, and reports. And then we take the most important news and go live right here to share with you what you need to know as you head into your trading day. Also, if this is your first time here, I know it can be a little bit overwhelming, but don't worry. We have a special video just for you that I will link to in the description. And that's a great place to get started. Now, before we take a look at the charts and how we are trading the markets, Mark, it's so good to be back. <laughs> nice to have you back, Marcus. Yeah, but I'll leave you alone for a few days. And what do you do to the markets? I mean, holy <laughs> cannoli. <laughs> I'm just trying to have some fun. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll take a look at this in a, in a minute. But uh, let me just take a couple of minutes and, and tell you about what happened here. So, so Vivian and I uh, visited uh, Dartmouth College. So interestingly enough, Dartmouth College is not in Dartmouth. It's in Hanover, New Hampshire. Who knew? I didn't know that. Well, glad I Googled it before we went up there. So anyhow, so the, the drive from Boston to Hanover was was so cool. All these different trees. trees. It's amazing. See here in Texas, yeah. we have only two tra two types of trees, oak and cedar. And they're sneezing <laughs> right now. We <laughs> talked about this. Anyhow, so when we got to Dartmouth College, uh, we walked around the campus for a bit. And it, it's a really beautiful school. You see, they... They have this huge green that runs through the, the campus and they call it the green. And uh, so we, we took a picture there. Uh, it, it wasn't very green <laughs> this time of the year, but uh, you, you might see the, the truck in the back there. They're working on it. I don't know if they were spray painting it green or the, if they were <laughs> seeding it anyhow. So uh, after we walked around for a little bit, we, we met with the sailing coach because this time it wasn't a normal campus visit because... Vivian has been doing really great with sailing. So the, the Dartmouth sailing coach invited her and a handful of other sailors to spend the day with him and the sailing team. So it was kind of a recruiting trip. And uh, in the morning, the sailing coach gave a short presentation about the sailing program. And so he, he stressed that the uh, program is a, is a Division I varsity program. And they take this super seriously. So you see, they, they have a strength training coach. They, they have a conditioning coach. They have a nutritionist and even a psychologist because I mean same as in training with sailing a lot is happening here right the mental sure. game anyhow so and in return they expect from the kids that they give 100% so they start sailing as soon as the lake unfreezes and yes they sail in 36 degrees weather with a windshield and you see wow. this is when the coach said if you want to do well here you must love sailing and you must love winter well, it wouldn't be anything for me. Anyhow, he said, if you do, then you will have the time of your life. And then he told the story about a kid from Southern California who joined the Dartmouth sailing team. And everything was fun in the fall when the weather was still nice. But when winter came, 
he complained about the cold and that there's no surfing in New Hampshire. <laughs> and you see this where the coach just said, and you didn't know that before you decided to come here? <laughs> so he turned to us and, and said, if you don't love sailing, working out and winter, don't do it. Don't come here. You will be miserable. And see, I thought about it. I thought, isn't it true for everything in life? See, as an example, since we talk about trading, if you don't love trading, don't do it. I mean, we, we love trading. This is why we love doing it. And sure. it's, a, it's the same as with the weather in New Hampshire. Sometimes trading can be fun, like a fall day in New England when the leaves change. And sometimes, like this week, trading can be challenging, like sure. sailing in 60, 36 degree wind chill. I don't know. So, but you see, with trading, you must love it. You, you must love the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And you absolutely need to know what you're getting into before you commit. Don't jump all in like this California kid and expect it to be summer all year long, right? <laughs> and so this is where the Dartmouth sailing team has a famous saying. They, they, they always say, you know what? It has been colder. <laughs> and I think there's a good thing to keep in mind uh, when you have a tough week with trading because it could always be worse. Sure. Trust me. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> good point. Yeah, absolutely. Anyhow. Yeah, so, so let's take a look at what the markets did yesterday. So I'm bringing up here the the S&P and uh, holy cannoli. I mean, we are scratching here the, the lows of the year. We are, Marcus. And, uh, you know, I, I know that you were briefly looking at things while you were on your trip, but Tuesday, just a monster down day. And yesterday, it was a, a little bit back and forth, a little choppy trying to figure out uh, direction here. Yeah, I mean, this is where, I mean, I'm not surprised, right? I mean, stocks have major headwinds here. So we, we have the, the inflation, we have the Fed tightening, we have the talks about interest rates. We, we have still have the war in Ukraine going on, and there's some news there, so we'll talk about this. And uh, then we also have the, the China uh, yep. zero, lo uh, zero tolerance uh, lockdown. So there's, there's just a lot of going on, and, and earnings are pretty much a mixed bag, right? Let's talk about sure. a few major earnings from yesterday. I mean, we, we had Microsoft, right? And so Microsoft did, did well yesterday. So yesterday up 4.8%. Yeah, nice uh, earnings report, earnings beat. They did well, adding a little pre-market too. And uh, then there was Alphabet. Uh, yeah. I just wanted to bring up Visa really quick because Visa sure. also did really well. So they were up 6.5%. And then, yeah, on the flip side, Alphabet, boom, down yep. almost 4%. So that was the reaction to uh, earnings from the, the previous day. They reported after the bell. Um, but yeah, Marcus, uh, a couple of, that reported uh, yesterday after the bell. And I know you had Visa and uh, did Boeing report after the bell? Boeing. Or was that the previous day? Well, either way, I mean, Boeing was also a huge miss, down 7.5%. Uh, so so we basically yeah. have Microsoft Visa up, Google and Boeing down, and, and that's pretty much has been the theme thus far for earnings season, right? I mean, some companies seem to do really, really well. Others seem to struggle. And uh, so that's definitely one of the factors that are, that are playing into this nervousness of the markets. Yeah, I don't know if you want to bring up uh, one that reported today uh, or yesterday. Uh, that was Facebook, Meta. Yeah, let's bring up Facebook. Ticker symbol still FB, even though it's called Facebook. And yeah, they are up this morning 15%. Yeah, huge, huge uh, reaction there. And then you have 
the opposite move, you could look at Teladoc. Yeah. <laughs> Teladoc, on the other hand, boom, there we go. I mean, down 40%. You can't even see it here on the chart. So we have to down all the way there. And I mean, if, if we zoom out, that's that's kind of crazy where they are right now. They've been struggling for a while. So interesting earnings, interesting earnings. I do believe that overall they're, they're still a little better than expected. Um, but we're, you know, what do we do with this? The, the bigger names like like uh, Facebook uh, helping out uh, the NASDAQ and, and you know, we're, we're seeing uh, futures positive, which we could take a look at, but still a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. And uh, I mean, this is where we also got some some news from Russia about natural gas. Let me bring this up because natural gas yesterday uh, jumped a lot. So let's just uh, take a look at this here. Did you see what happened there? So uh, yesterday was a huge update this morning, retreating a little bit. But yesterday, I think it was like 8%. Yeah, and, and that was uh, tied to Russia. Uh, they stopped uh, natural gas supplies to Poland and Bulgaria. Uh, as those uh, countries failed to uh, respond to uh, President Vladimir Putin's demand to pay for energy imports in rubles, uh, so that was one thing that he was trying to do to to you know get away from the U.S. dollar and other currencies and and help support the the uh, Russian currency. Uh, the European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen reportedly said the move tantamounts to another. A provocation from the Kremlin. So they were believing that it was uh, viewed as blackmail and that uh, sent natural gas higher. And, and it's, you know, an issue for Europe, for sure. Yeah. So there, there's still news coming out of uh, out of Russia, especially with the war. I mean, it's now in the third month and I, I don't think that uh, Putin expected it to go that long. So right now he has to just try to find a way to retaliate. He's trying to do this with demanding gas payments in ruble even though the contracts say very clearly euro. But so we'll see what is happening here. Now, uh, going back to the markets and uh, just looking at it, I mean, markets have been here. Uh, let me come back at the worst in 80 years, worst start of the year in 80 years since 1942. And wow. I, I found this here. This is, uh, for, I found this on CNBC. <clears throat> the source of the data is Bank of America. And uh, you see the, the worst start since 1942, we see in 2022 right now, 79 days in, minus 12.4%. In 2020, we had minus 2.2%. 2 .2%. In 1970, minus 10.1% at this time of the year. And look at this. I mean, at the end of the year, it always recovered. Except here, this was World War II. I mean, just the start of World War II. So this is where sure. it ended. But it doesn't seem that it got any worse. So, I mean, this is where looking at the markets here, is the worst over or is it still to come? I mean, just looking at the historical chart, we might be at a point where the worst could be over. And it's possible, Marcus, because we mentioned what's moving the market and what's being a weight on the market. But what if one of those things improves, right? You know, what if the uh, COVID situation in China improves, and then uh, that's no longer on the table as a major concern. What what if uh, Russia kind of gets it together and realizes that we need to do something different in a positive way rather than you know negative? What if that situation improves? And what if you know raising points by uh, you know a half point and the Fed all of a sudden the, the the situation on the inflation side is a little bit better? 
stocks could skyrocket with three things improving, but one or two could could really make a difference. So yeah. there's a lot of negativity already priced in, in my opinion. It sure is. So let's take a look at our positions. So one of the positions that we have is Blackstone, right? So we sold the, the 110 puts and yesterday Blackstone was trading at 107. So, I mean, the, the puts expire tomorrow. If prices are trading below 110, we have to buy uh, shares of Blackstone at 110. But you know what? I would be absolutely fine with it because look yeah. at this. This is really, really strong support. I wouldn't mind getting assigned here at all. Uh, let's Agreed. see uh, a few others. Uh, we we have Macy's. I mean, Macy's Macy's is super resilient, it seems. You said we sold the 23 puts expiring tomorrow. Right now it is trading way higher. So, I mean, we might not get assigned, but there, there is a risk that a few others are getting assigned. For example, NVIDIA. I mean, chip makers got hit over the past few days. So NVIDIA, we sold the 195 puts and uh, right now we are trading, uh, what, at 184. So I could get assigned here, but I still like this level a lot. I'm okay owning NVIDIA at 195. So what else? I mean, TPR, TPR, I'm assigned at 37. So right now we are trading at 32, 33 around there. So yeah, I haven't been able to sell calls, but I'm still very happy with the position because uh, I mean, let's see, we, we could jump back here over the next few days. As soon as the NASDAQ recovers a little bit, we, we could do this. What else? We have, we have Wells Fargo, right? I mean, Wells yep. Fargo, uh, that's another one. Uh, we sold the 4450 puts right now trading at 4458. I mean, all of them expiring tomorrow. So yes, there's a good possibility that we might get assigned in all of these positions. And you know what? I would be very, very happy. I would be happy to get assigned in these positions. What do you think? I feel the same way. And people have been asking, are you still trading the wheel in this market environment? And yes, yeah. uh, but we have to be picky. We have to be selective, trade quality stocks, trade good strikes at prices that you want to own the stock at. Um, and I believe that the volatility helps out because it just means that the premium's higher. We could make more money on the premium side, or we could even go a little bit more conservative with the strikes that we're selecting. Uh, either way, it's a win. Right. So so let's take a look at the pre-market action here. Uh, let's actually take a look at the Nasdaq futures and uh, the overnight action here. So yesterday, huge jump uh, just because of Facebook. And, and Facebook is one of the, uh, the heavyweights um, in the weighting of the Nasdaq. I, I mean, Meta platforms right here uh, at what? Place number eight. And when, when, when this jumps, the whole Nasdaq gets pulled up. And this sure. is what we, what we saw here yesterday, hanging in there this morning, even rallying. And when I woke up and I saw that the Nasdaq was up almost 2%, I was actually thinking, oh, I still <laughs> hope that I get a sign. I, I hope that the stocks bounce back. I, I want to get a sign. So and that's the spirit when you're trading the wheel. It was like, oh, please, why don't you, can't you stay down another day or two so that I get to get a sign? rally next week after the assignment so we could That's sell some nice calls. Exactly, exactly. However, we're still up 1.5%. So uh, looking at a, at a jump in the open here for the indices. Now, one thing that, that happened here this morning that uh, could put a little bit of a damper on it, if you look at the economic reports. So in the economic reports this morning, we had advanced GDP. And that's a surprise that came in here. Yes and no. Uh, many uh, investors and analysts, they, they believe that the number was going to be worse than what was forecast. And, and so uh, there are some reasons for that, some supply reasons. And 
there was a negative reaction, a little indecision right after the report pulling a little bit lower. But I don't think that that's the surprise that it might look like on paper. I, I think that many people expected it to come out a little bit worse. We'll see. Anyhow, it's negative, and you know what they say. Uh, well, when we have two negative quarters, we are in a recession, and everybody's like, ah, recession. But then on the other hand, we see that unemployment claims are still holding very steady, uh, lower than the previous week, slightly higher than expected. So I think this is kind of the, the good news in this bad news scenario here. Sure. Anyhow, okay, we need to jump over to start trading live with our mastermind. And if you would like to know more, how we trade these markets. Take a look at these videos. Uh, both of them are really good. Watch them next and uh, then we'll see you again tomorrow morning. Have a great rest of your day. Happy trading, everybody.